and welcome to another episode of the HFL Show brought to you by Highland Football Weekly with me, Ian Ald. On this week's podcast, we'll hear from Keith Boss, Craig Ewan. We'll also catch up with Tariff United's goal scorer at the weekend, Jamie Lennox, as he helped himself to a big goal and a big win for United at the bottom of the table. Plus, Mr Highland League the PJ's Dave Edwards gets to grips with the HFL show Predictor League. Well, let's first of all start by looking back at last weekend's action. Of course, seven clubs were involved in Scottish Cup duty. Brecon City are the only league club definitely through to the next round. Brecon City beating Paddington Athletic by two goals to one to progress into the next round. Brora Rangers have it all to do this weekend in the form of a replay. A goalless draw at home to Albion Rovers means it's a trip to Clifton Hill for Craig Campbell's men this weekend. And Dalbiti Star and Rothes were also goalless, meaning they'll have to go again this Saturday. Not so much joy though for Bucky Thistle. They were beaten at Kelty Hearts. Huntley went down to Stenhouse Muir away at Oakle View. Nairn County were Beaten by Baxa D, a tough one for Nairn County at the weekend. Baxa D, incidentally, will face East Fife in the third round. And I'm sure the League One side will not look forward to an away trip to Spain Park. And for Martin, with the other league club involved in Scottish Cup duty at the weekend, going down for the second time this season to League Two side Forfer. Well, there was also two league games at the weekend. Devon Vale winning by six goals to nil against Lossiemouth. And in the other game, a big one at the bottom. It was a big win and a big three points for Tariff United beating Fort William by three goals to nil. It's an eight-point gap for Tariff at the foot of the table. In fact, they are third bottom because they overtook Strathspey Thistle in the process. And delighted to say that's where we'll start. Uh, this week's podcast by speaking about Tariff United with the man who got on the score sheet at the weekend, Jamie Lennox. Jamie, how's it going? I'm good, mate. Thanks, yourself? Very well, very well. You probably are... Um, well, you've you've had a busy night. You've uh, you've been training uh, as we record this. Um, I haven't. I've been running around after uh, kids all night, but you've been running around after a football. It's, uh, it's, uh, how, was, how was training tonight? Ah, it was good. Uh, I had old legs down the same as what they used to be, so I'm struggling a wee bit now. But uh, no, it was good. It was a good session. Well, let's start by talking about uh, the weekend because going into the game, you know, it was a, it was a big game, wasn't it? I mean, against Fort William, um, there was a. I know it's the end of October, but to to win the game uh, in, in the fashion you did, and also you know, put some distance between uh, the you know yourself and Fort William. Must have been a good feeling on on Saturday night. Oh yeah, I was no, I was no getting away with it. I said, I said, this, I said the press before the game on Saturday. It was, it was absolutely massive. I was, I was no getting away from it. Um, it was one of that games where, like you say, if 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 we hadn't have won, we were getting drawn right into that relegation dogfight, which where we don't want to be. Um, so on that basis, Saturday's result was massive. Um, I thought I think the performance was great. Although I thought we dominated the game, at the end of the day, the, the, the three points was the most important thing, which we ended up getting. Talk to us about the the game itself. You obviously got on the score sheet late on as well to make it 3-1 at the time. Um, 
but in, you know there was a you used to say there was a wee bit of a build up there was a bit of pressure on on both sides to w- to win the game um tense was it was it tight kind of niggly you know how how did the game go um I think we dominated the game, to be honest. Um, we went 1-0 up and obviously Matt has missed the pen as well. That could have put us 2-0 up and we could have maybe seen it out a bit easier. But can you go to half-time 1-0 up? And it's, they, to be fair, they, they, had a few, they had a few half chances as well. They were, they were in the game, but we came, we came out slow in the second half. Um, we didn't start the second half very well and could quite easily have found ourselves 3-1 down. Uh, Davies pulled off a couple of good saves and kind of had a couple of chances. So we've kind of we've ridden that storm and then we've gone two 0 up. No, sorry, it got to one one. Yes, one one, and then kind of boys have showed character again to come back two one, and then we've gone three one, and then uh, obviously Jordan Cooper's shown a little bit of inexperience, getting himself sent off second yellow so quickly after he's got his first yellow. Um. So that kind of the last 10, 15 minutes was a bit back to the walls, but fair play to the boys who stood up and managed to see it out through to the end. And from yourself, a personal, um, you know, a nice thing for yourself personally to, to get on the score sheet. And, and I know you contributed towards the win, but to score and contribute as well, but it must have been a nice feeling too. Aye, it's nice. Like I say, I'm, I'm a good bit older than a lot of the players that we've got on our team. So I was just trying to go on to kind of give that experience but again like I think the goal the goal was nice to get but like I say the the three points and was was far more important yeah I spoke to Dean uh, a few weeks ago and just on the back of the the win over uh, Devon Vale which was a, another uh, you know great win for the for the club and the side and he spoke about the feeling and and, and after the game and went on to talk about obviously the the, the side this season it is predominantly a, a younger team and just looking at that game, I know we've talked about there was, you know, it was, a, it was a massive game going into it. For for a young side to to handle the pressure must please you too. Yeah, absolutely. I've said before that because we've got such a young team, where can you find you get so many inconsistencies? Mm-hmm. So we've we've gone for the high of the Devon Vale game, and then we've played Rothes. We've played a lot of the, the better teams in Rothes, um, Fraserburgh, and who was the other one? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there was three. There was three tough games. In between that, we played Huntley in the cup, and we gave a good, a really good account ourselves against Huntley in the cup. And I think on the night we were a much better team, but the chances we created, we just didn't put away. And obviously at this level, you don't, know, you don't take your chances. You don't, you don't win games, and we obviously came away with one 0 defeat, and we're out of cup. So, you know, it was quite a hard one to take. So there was a bit of pressure going into Saturday. Yeah, um, I remember that we. After that, we run a games that we didn't we didn't pick up any points and we got put out of cup. So, um, but like I say, with the young team, it's 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 very up and down. Um, to be honest, you don't know what you're getting from one week yeah. to the other, um, which can be frustrating. But then you've got to just remember, you know, the, the age of these players. Um, I got a bit of a shock. I think it was a couple of months into the into the season, and with a game at with a twenties game at Stonehaven. And I think all all our first team players, bar three, played in the twenties on a Monday after the after the Saturday game. So it it just shows you, you know, the the age that we're kind of we're we're playing with. And like I say, it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of potential in the team, which is good. You know, they're they're all at that age where they're 
they're taking everything in, they're, they're listening to what you're doing, they're enthusiastic. So, you know, it bodes, it bodes very well for the future. I remember speaking to, to Dean, I think just before, the, it must have been the Tuesday, uh, before you guys were due to play Rothis on the, the Wednesday. And, and yeah. you know, we, you know, half joked, you know, obviously you, you get your first win, then you, you face Rothis, who are flying and still are, the, you know, for a really good season so far. And, and Fraser were the league leaders on the Saturday. Uh, and, and joked about, you know, obviously going into two tough games. And as you say there, you know, the, the run between the Devon Vale victory, it'd be easy for heads to drop. So it, it's obvious that these guys have, you know, these young lads, although, you know, they're young, they've obviously got, uh, they've obviously got, you know, a wee bit something up top that, that they can, that they can, because it would have been easy for, you know, for, for Saturday to be on a, a low, having lost four games, too easy to go into a game and, and lose heart and lose confidence, but they've obviously got a wee bit something else in the locker. Yeah, of course. Uh, listen, we've, we've got a, We've got a great group of boys there, like I said before, who want to who want to learn, who want to get better. And as coaches, you know, that's that's all we can ask for. Obviously, it's a tough road and we are taking a few defeats, but if we keep applying ourselves the way that they do and you know, training twice a week, they're they're putting it in, they're working hard, results will come. Uh, I've got no I've got no doubt about that. Um just sometimes you know, you say on football, sometimes it can just be a little bit of luck. Um, mm-hmm. I think we, we got we got in the, the Devon Vale game. Obviously, James's free kick has gone in from fifty odd yards, and that's kind of spurred us on to go and score another three after that. So, just little things like that that can that can turn a game or turn your season. So, but like I say, with the attitudes and the, the application of the boys, you know, we'll we, we'll definitely keep improving. That's for sure. And in terms of that eight point gap, um, obviously you'll be. You know, you, I'm sure you obviously keep abreast of the results, and you'll know what Fort William and indeed, you know, sides in and in around you are doing. But it's actually looking up now rather than than down because, you know, you, you're on nine points. You've got a, an eight point gap between yourself and, and the fort, but also there's sides that are ahead of you. Wick and Keith are within your grasp, so it's actually, you know, it's a case of starting to look up the league table rather than down. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, we we go in every game wanting to win every game regardless of who we're playing and like you say there's there's teams round about us that they're not too far off us so you know again in football can it just takes that one result you might go on a little bit of a run you know you might get a little bit of momentum pick up odd few points here and there and can everything changes so you try not and get too high when you're when you're up there and you try not get too low when you're when you're getting beat so um it's all about just keeping that steady head and just going on to the next game and trying to pick up the points. No game this weekend. I'm sure that, you know, it has been pretty crazy over the last uh, couple of months. I mean, it's been a really kind of hectic uh, first couple of months in terms of league and cup football. I'm sure that you'll you'll take advantage of a, a rear Saturday off. Yes, I have. Yeah, I have given the boys a day off. So they've, they've got their, they've got their day out planned. So, it's uh, like I say, it's good for them to go and bond yeah. together as well. I think I think that's a big part, big part of the game. That's it's almost dying out a wee bit. Um, certainly different to when I first got into the league when I was sixteen. It was can you you were out every weekend with your with your team, but um, it doesn't seem as as uh, much a thing nowadays. But no, it's good to see them. Can it's good for them to bond together because, like you say, at night, at days and nights out when they're out, uh, really bring them together. So can that that can only help as well. So and like I say, they've they've worked very hard this so far this season for us. So they've uh, they've earned their they've earned their day off. 
Aye, well, especially, I mean, this this young group, you know, with, with COVID and everything that happened last year, they've probably not had too many occasions where they could all get out together. So uh, make it, take full advantage of it. Um, and you've been given a, a free pass from the, the management team as well to, to go in and have a bit of a, uh, you know, a, a good night out and a, a bit of a bonding session. Uh, Jamie, uh, enjoy your weekend off and uh, thanks again for, for sparing some time to chat to us and uh, all the best for the, the couple of weeks ahead. No, not at all. Thanks very much, Ian. Appreciate it. Well, a massive thanks for Jamie for spending some time, especially after training uh, on Wednesday night as well, to, to get home from training and speak to us in the podcast. Brilliant stuff. No game for Tariff this weekend. Of course, Tariff were due to play Fort William, but it was moved to last weekend. Fort William are supposed to be on Highland League Cup duty. Their game against Brora was called off because Brora are involved in Scottish Cup duty. They've got a replay to deal with Albion Rovers away at Clifton Hill. Rothis are also on Scottish Cup duty. They're at home to Dalbiti Star in the second round replay. The winner will take on East Cobright in the third round. And, and you've got to fancy your chances, I'm sure, of uh, progressing there. It's a real good tie for Rothis. Of course, they'll have to get past Dalbiti Star in the process. I mentioned the League Cup. There's one League Cup prelim tie this weekend. Devrim Vale take on Lossiemouth. Of course, the two sides met last Weekend, Devon Vale winning six goals to nil. Lossie will be hoping for some revenge. There are plenty games in the league as well. Brecon City are at home to Strathspey Thistle. Bucky Thistle take on Wick Academy. That's a two o'clock kickoff. Inverurie take on Huntley. Nairn County welcome Clark. And for Martin United, travel to Keith. And sticking with the Kynick Park side, uh, delighted to say we're joined on the podcast now by the Maroons boss, Craig Ewan. Craig, how are you going? Hi, great Ian, um, just sort of working away, um, football's been very busy since I came in and um, no, just looking forward to the next game again, had a wee break, uh, we had, uh, we're not advancing the Scottish Cup uh, after after Darvel, who to be fair to them had a great result away to Strindlar, so yeah. sure they were a good side, um, that gave us a Saturday off, so um, just a wee, a wee recharge of the batteries mid-season and um, was back at the train on Mondays. Oh, just ready to go again. Yeah, you guys had a, a weekend off. I'm sure that you know you you would have loved to have been involved in in the Scottish Cup, but as you say, it it wasn't to be. And um, yeah, that that week just gives you a wee chance to, I suppose, reflect and and, and look back. And um, obviously, yourself having you know come into the club a few weeks into the into the season, it gives you a can good you know good chances to kind of recharge your batteries, but also just kind of. Uh, sit down and, and have a look back at the, you know, the first quarter if you like. Yeah, I think yeah, coming in when I did probably wasn't ideal. Um, just with regards to, well, they were effectively for four weeks, five weeks into the season, and mm-hmm. it then becomes sort of difficult to maybe try and sign some new players because most players are then attached to clubs, and you've sort of missed loan mark opportunities and. Um, so for that ends to again, the, the time that I've been here so far trying to bring in players has been really difficult um, combined with this uh, ongoing Keith injury list which has been I, I know a, a lot of managers have been in similar positions but mm-hmm. can I, I can say for the very first game to now I've had a minimum of six players out and um, like so this week's game I've got more than six um, so it's just that's been an ongoing battle um, just trying to 
sort of navigate through um, try to sort of manage our squad on a weekly basis and um, really just try to sort of just keep, keep sort of ticking over try to move forward obviously they hadn't had a great start and um, we were able to sort of steady the ship early on which was really good for us um, we got a couple of wins and and even the first game, a difficult game away to Huntley, getting a point. Um, just was able to sort of get a few points on the board early. Um, and then from there, this last spell has been a mere difficult spell. Um, like I said, last game there, today's but obviously flying high. Yeah. We, we did compete. With Ken. It's, it's one of these games, Ian, you pick up the paper and, and someone will say, oh, 7-0. Ken was obviously a bit of hammering. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it probably didn't feel like that sort of game was 1-0 at half time and even 20 minutes to go we've missed a penalty and again I'm certainly not saying we would have, have got something out of the game but I think the scoreline would have maybe reflected again, the effort that we had put in against the team that, that, that are the top side in the league at the moment um, but unfortunately again the penalty didn't go in and then the sort of roof fell in the last 10 minutes we just lost concentration and uh, to be fair to Fraser but they were very ruthless uh, late on and and they took the game totally away from us and um, put a bad loss on the scoreline which was a, a sore one for us to take but um, no, we've just got to move on again Now as you mentioned there, you've, you've been in the, the post uh, a couple of weeks into the, the start of the season are you, are you enjoying it? Ah, yeah, I've always felt like, you know, I wanted to manage at this level um, I sort of came up from the bottom really kind of just was like coaching in the junior mm-hmm. set up and then was able to sort of get management from there and then um, obviously sort of let's say served an apprenticeship up at Forest uh, <laughs> under Charlie for five years um, so I felt I was certainly ready to, to move on and, and be a manager at the level and see how I can how I can maybe go and improve Keith um, and I'm, I'm under no illusions and it's going to be um, a tough task and it's going to be challenging and it's probably going to be a longer process but um no, I'm confident that given you know, a bit of time that we'll be able to improve things and hopefully get them on the up. Yeah, I spoke to Michael Brown um, just in the, in the week, well, just before you actually got appointed and, and he was talking about a new manager and and I think that was key, you know, obviously having patience in the new manager but also, you know, working with younger players, trying to, you know, effectively, you know, reinvest in the, in the team a little bit and, and that's something that I think was key in their decision for, for bringing BU in. I mean, you're under, you're under no illusions. I spoke to, you know, Dean Donaldson a few weeks ago at, at Turriff as well, who's working with a, a really young side as well and you're, you're going to get ups, but, sorry, you're going to get low points, but you'll get a few ups along the way to start with too. Yeah, very much so, Ian. I think, um, again, right now, I'm probably starting to target maybe let's say younger players to try and sign to the club just mm-hmm. because it's it can financially there is a, 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 a disparity between some of the top clubs and let's say teams at the other end and um, so therefore you're maybe in can the, the, the opportunity to bring in sort of experienced players at the level um, sort of diminishes to be honest because it's like can those players are going to be sought after by the clubs that can maybe um, offer better wages and etc and right now we are not really in that position so we've got to maybe try and target younger players that are getting here a bit of potential and have got a good sort of technical background pedigree maybe we've got a bit of point to prove to then see if they can go and sort of 
cut their teeth at this level and, and hopefully can achieve good things. Um, so I've just sort of, I've just brought a couple of players in in the last sort of week or so, which do sort of fit that criteria. So um, that's probably the way Keith are probably going to move forward for certainly the the short term um, over the, the next sort of period towards the end of the season. We have you the next season as well. Maybe try to take in a couple of younger players that, as I say, hopefully could end up really good players. Um, but maybe just aren't quite at that level yet so we'll maybe try and develop them and and hopefully um, mature a few and, and see where we go Yeah, it's almost like you're kind of rebuilding a little bit I know it's not a re- total rebuild but, you know, because the, the blocks are there but, you know, it's just it's just um, yeah, set, setting yourself up for, for hopefully, you know, a successful couple of seasons Yeah, the thing is you touched on a rebuild but it, it probably is a rebuild, Ian because it's it likes a kind of replacing Kami Keith's goals is yep. nigh on impossible. Um, but then there was other senior players that that left as well, like some Mark Young and Craig McCaskill are both sort of playing for Banks D, and they're obviously flying very high as well. Um, the the lad Spink, I can't exactly remember how he went. It might have been. I think it was a summer. So um, he's he's playing for Fort Martin United. So. And these are our players that, that certainly would have made my team stronger mm-hmm. uh, now, so replacing them is very, very difficult. But no, it'll just be an ongoing process. And as you say, it's just starting then sort of build things. If, if I could just get a few of these longer term injury players back, I'm, I'm fairly sure I could make Keith pretty competitive very quickly. But just this ongoing injury list has been a bit of a thorn in my side, but. Um, I've just got to hope that you know, guys can sort of nurse themselves back to fitness. We've certainly got one that'll be long term, but uh, other than that, we're sort of hoping maybe by Christmas time um, we might get a few of these guys back. But you know, you're silly, and it's like by Christmas time, we'll, we'll maybe only have about 12 games left in the league. So, I know. Um, it's, you're really just going to be getting them back for the back end of the season. But I'm just getting sort of fingers crossed that. Um, when that guys do return, it'll certainly make the squad much stronger, and then can maybe get a bit more competition for places, and then we can maybe kick on and get some better results again. Now you mentioned there uh, you were back training on on Monday after a, a weekend off. You're involved um, in a kind of depleted card this weekend. I know there's cup games and uh, Scottish Cup replays, but there's league action too. You're up against uh, for Martin. Um, you mentioned there obviously you played Fraserburgh uh, last time out. You had Rothis before that as well. Uh, for Martin, another kind of strong side in the league, but you know it's one of them. You know, any given day, you, you know, there's every chance that you, you could pick up a victory. And I'm sure you'll be um, looking for that three points on Saturday as always. Yeah, I think the likes of there's other teams round about us that have had sort of good results mm-hmm. against these top sides. Um, Lossy Mouth at the moment, if and they were very close to beating uh, both Inverurie locals and for Martin at mm-hmm. home. So. That's right. Um, there's no doubt I think okay, on your day if we were to play our best and, and maybe for Martin on are just quite at it we've maybe got a chance of, of getting the right result so um, that'll certainly be the, the plan for us to try and sort of stifle them at times and hopefully maybe take our chances that come our way and, and then if we can maybe put on a good defensive performance then um, who knows if it can happen Ian and these football kind of bigger shocks 
in football than, than this, getting a team in the same league, turn it over a team at the top end. So, um, no, that's it's very much the, the sort of plan for Saturday, trying against a home game. So, you always try and win your home games regardless of opposition. And um, I will we'll give it our very best. It will probably be seen as a shock if we turn off Fort Martin because they are one of the, the top teams in the league. But, um, no, as I say, we'll, we'll give it our all, that's for sure. And, um, then we've got Fort William at home next, which gains another big game for mm-hmm. probably different reasons. Yep. Um, so, yeah, the thing is now there's no easy games in the high league. I've said that a few times. Um, so, again, every game's there on its merits and um, you've got to put everything into each game and hopefully come out with the right results. Absolutely. We wish you all the best, Craig, on, on Saturday at Kynock Park against uh, for Martin and indeed uh, for the rest of the season. I uh, appreciate spending some some time to, to talk about uh, Keith because I know that you're you're in the midst of uh, the the Aberdeenshire school holidays as well. So um, you have your hands full this afternoon, that's for sure. Hi, no thanks again, Ian. Delighted uh, to talk to you and um, happy to chat anything football anytime. And a massive thanks to Craig for spending some time to speak to us about Keith and uh, his season so far. Of course, Craig taking over. A couple of weeks into the season. Now, let's move on to the HFL show predictor league. Tyrone Smith is currently top of the pile. The BBC Scotland man got three points at the weekend for correctly predicting that Banks of D would beat Nairn, Kelty Hearts would beat Bucky Thistle, and Tariff United would beat Fort William. Next up is a man that needs no introduction to fans of the Highland League, but of course, we are going to give him an introduction. It's the Pression Journal's very own Dave Edwards. Well, after Brewer Rangers uh, played a normal draw with Albion Rovers at uh, Dutton Park last week, the tie now switches to Clifton Hill. I think the man who could make things a bit easier for Brewer Rangers is Andrew McQuaid. If Andrew McQuaid plays, I expect Brewer to win possibly by two goals to one. The winner, of course, has has to look forward to a trip to Somerset Park in the air, an altogether more difficult time. Back to the higher league, uh, Bucket Thistle against Wick Academy. Well, I think the man to watch here is young Marcus Goodall. A local boy, he's really impressed me any time I've seen him, and I think he could be a, a potent factor for Bucket Thistle, and I'm going for Bucket Thistle to win 4-1 against Academy on Saturday. Now to the Highland League Cup, and I think it'll be a totally different game from what it was last Saturday. Devil Bell again play lost him out, but Vail run out 6-0 winners at Princess Royal Park in the league last week. But I think Joe Russell will soft his team out by, uh, on Saturday. I, I think there'll be a 2 2 draw and possibly set up by penalties. It's a look at the draw on that one with the Bowens. Young County against Carnegie Curran. Now I saw Young County get hammered 5-0 at Bansardino last Saturday in the Scottish Cup. I expect them to do a bit better this weekend against opponents Clark and Curtin. Although Clark have got that East goal scorer James Anderson on the sleeve. I think they're time to fair. Young County won. Clark won is my prediction. And finally, the Scottish Cup replay at McKenzie Park. Between Rothis and Dalbiti Star, my hometown team went down to Dalbiti last week and came back with a nil-nil draw, despite having five players booked and, and missing a penalty. Alan Pollock missed a penalty. Predicting that Roth's Jack's men will win by two goals to nil. 
set up a home guard against each Copeland in the third round of the Scottish Cup. If that happens, the Space Siders have made the third round for the first time in their history. That's what it happens. That's what it happens. Well, out of those five results, I'm sure Dave will have everything crossed that the Rothis one does come off and indeed Rothis reached the third round for the first time in their club's history. Massive thanks for Dave, Jamie and Craig for taking part. That's it from us here on the HFL show. Enjoy your weekend, wherever the football takes you.